0: Episode 100 100 Man I honestly never thought I'd make it here I never thought I'd make it to 100 episodes And Fittingly In this 100th episode I'm here by myself uh, Housekeeping first Real church matters uh, You can always go to the Podcast app Search Real Church Matters Or you can shout out Siri Tell Siri Please play Real Church Matters podcast Or you can do it anyway, any way But she'll do it She's dope like that You can tell her to subscribe to it I appreciate everybody that's listening I I can't Oh man I just I'm so grateful For what you guys are doing Uh, I'm grateful for you listening I'm humbled That things that I say help people. I'm surprised that the things that I say even help me. I listen back to these things all the time. I take notes. Uh, So I appreciate that. Uh, You can search SoundCloud and you can play it there. Uh, We're on social media, on Instagram, where Real Church Matters. Um, And I put like daily things. At least I try to be daily with it. I haven't been really feeling well, so... Uh, That's something that I'm I'm getting back in the swing of things of doing. Also, Patreon. I appreciate each and every person that gives to Patreon. It helps me to continue to up the level of quality of the podcast to up the level of engagement. I plan on uh, doing things uh, to get us to meet in person and start having conversations in person. Uh, where you're not just listening to me talk But I can hear you guys out And hear how you feel About uh, being a Christian And about how this walk Intersects with life Intersects with uh, church Um Yeah just I just so appreciate those who give Shout out to everybody that gave Those who give still give now Those who have decided not to give any longer I just appreciate it Um you know this is just amazing uh i think that's it as always obedience over audience even 100 episodes in it's obedience over audience i'm so appreciative uh episode 100 man i'm going to tell you all guys this is why I think it's dope that, it, you know, I'm sitting here by myself and I'm, I'm just going to talk to you for a second and, and just appreciative. But uh, today for episode 100, I want to talk about ideals, uh, the ideas that we have about life, the expectations we have about life and how we need to work in we, we want to work, and we want things to work in a certain way, so it's conducive to our happiness or our comfortability and God doesn't work that way it's it's uh sometimes it's unfortunate that uh we struggle in that and after doing a hundred episodes, I'm gonna tell you I had no clue what this podcast was gonna be, and I'm gonna tell you about ten episodes in It turned into something that was awesome. And so shout out to Antoinette for starting with me. The first episode was Living Single. And in that episode, like, we literally was just having a conversation about uh, being single and, you know, what that means. And I was like, you know what, let's cut the microphones on. And we cut the microphones on and we recorded it. And immediately I just knew, like, this was good. This was helpful. It, it helped to challenge the way i thought it was challenging the way she thought and i'm just so appreciative of her and everybody that has come and, and shared this platform with me whether it's philip my brother charity um uh whether it's my mom she's just been so amazing uh my dad will eventually be on here um felicia came on here uh Ashley came on here. Just so many people that um, their stories have helped. Uh, Some of my favorite episodes was these particular talking to these people. Um, You know, just, just shout out to all of them. But one of the things that, you know, I was reminiscing with Antoinette and I was thinking about how the, these hundred episodes have helped me and I thought the, the, one of the biggest things it helped me understand is that I don't get to work in ideal conditions. And I think that that's, uh, that's if I want to talk about anything, and, and I want you guys to have a takeaway today, I want to talk about being able to work in less than ideal conditions because God doesn't work with your ideologies. And I was comfortable, I, you know, th- 10 episodes and 20 episodes and 30 episodes, and uh, I'm like, man, this is good. And I'm appreciating it. And all of a sudden, things started not going the way I wanted. Uh, and so, that wasn't really feeling it. She she was having her, her own issues. I was having them too. Uh, you know, things that just t- talking about the word really challenged you. And, you know, how she was responding with it was different than how I was. And I wanted her to stick it out. I wanted her to do this. I wanted her to do that. And, you know, it really challenged me how wrong I was. Because you can be lashing out and getting upset with people that they're not buying into it or they're not coming along with it and they're not growing how you think they should grow. But God God made all of these calls in our lives. And he made a lot of calls in my life. And he called me to do a certain thing, and he never promised me that I would have the most ideal circumstances, the most ideal environment, the most ideal people to get the job done. And sometimes you could get so caught up and frustrated in that that you to forget that you are not the most ideal person for him, and I'm not you know i'm I'm like uh, David, David was not the ideal person to fight Goliath, and in that in that situation in that context, he did not have the ideal situation to go along with that. How was he not the ideal person? Well, he wasn't a warrior. he wasn't a warrior, he wasn't built for that. He, God was putting him in a position to do something that he was not built for. I feel like that's me. In, in the context of this podcast, I, some people who know me know I can talk, know I like to talk a lot, could think that, man, you were built for this. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was not built for this. I wasn't built for it. Um, I never operated in a comfortable way in this. It may look or sound comfortable to people, but it's not. It's very hard for me. Um, it always has been. I'm not going to say I'm not a people person, because I realize, like, you know, I didn't create me. So I don't get those luxuries to define me based on what is comfortable to me or what I feel makes sense to me. And so... You know, once I got to that point where I realized, you know this is not what I wanted to do, but I'm doing it. you know that's that that is fine, but when the environment also gets hard, so you look at David, and like I said, he wasn't the ideal person, but then even knowing what he has to do, he is not even given the ideal tools in which to do it. He's given this slingshot. The sword is too big for him. The armor's too cumbersome and big for him. He's just in a position where he doesn't have any of the tools that we would typically think we need to get a job done. He doesn't have none of that stuff. And then he's not, he doesn't have the typical set of tools to, that are comfortable to him and so we're in a place where I feel just like that. I feel like I, I have a set of skills or tools, but I don't feel like they fit for what I'm asked to do. I feel like I, I don't necessarily have the right people around me. I, I, I don't necessarily feel like I always have the right mindset. I'm, I'm just never feeling adequate. But all in all, the reality is, is that he's still expecting me to do the job even under these less-than-ideal situations because all I need is him. The better the situation, the less I rely on him. The better the situation for fits for me, the more I'm only looking for me. And that's where this podcast has taught me so much because... When Antoinette no longer would fit and was ideal for me, I was frustrated. I was about to, about to, you know, stop doing it too. But God had to teach me in that, and it's been a lesson I've constantly been learning for this last two and some change years. Is that God is not looking for things to be perfect. Half the reason I even started the podcast when I did which was February 14th, 2017, instead of January when I really felt led to was because I was trying to pull all the situations together. I was trying to make sure I wrote out all of the shows. I was trying to make sure that I had the production how I wanted it. I wanted to make sure I had the artwork like I wanted it. I wanted everything to be perfect. And if you're not going to move unless the situation and scenarios is ideal, you're going to be idle. And that's what I was. It literally took just spur a moment, like, and so that was like, you know, we need to just cut the microphones off because what you're saying is helpful and maybe somebody else can hear it. And literally, I've from from day one of this podcast, I've been learning how When I look back, I I, I see it now. I've been learning how to operate according to who God is and not according to what my situation is or according to who I am. That's what our ideologies are. It's us understanding something a certain way and moving according to that understanding. And if the things that we understand don't line up with what we see we don't do, And that's not the way this works. That's why I love, like, you look in the Bible and look at all these people who were inadequate, who were not ideal. You look at Jesus. He was not the ideal Savior. When they was reading the prophecy and stuff, they was looking for somebody to come ready for war. They was looking for a a war horse. They was looking for... Jesus' son, the Messiah, to save them. And then they get a baby. And I think that that, uh, that's a, a lot of times that's how I've looked at life, especially with this podcast. I've looked at situations and I'm like, man, this is God's answer. I'm looking at the podcast like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is a waste of time. This is not going to benefit me financially. This is not going to move the needle. Uh, nobody's going to sit and listen to this podcast. There's been type podcasts where only two people listen to it, or five people, or 10 people. And you can start feeling like, man, this can't be what God was telling me to do because we're looking for a this big light show, we're looking for this big production, and our situation be looking just as humble and meek as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, sitting in a manger. And it could be frustrating for us, because we can, we can go by what we see and miss out on what's really about to happen. And I think that's the reality is that our ideologies, our ideals want everything to come already fully grown. They wanted 33-year-old Jesus, not even him, because he was underwhelming too. But they wanted a grown man for sure. They didn't want no baby. But it took time. And for some people, they could see it. You know, sometimes I I I find it ironic, and and it's it's not ironic; it's no coincidence to it that the three men were called the three wise men. I believe that what gave them their wisdom is the fact that they could see greatness in small things. And man, this podcast has been a small thing but I can see the greatness in it. I can see the greatness in my life, and I'm sure some of y'all are missing out on some of the great things because you don't have the wisdom to see it in the small things. But man, I'm I'm, I'm seeing it now. I feel like a wise man. I feel like I'm in a position where I can see that God is doing something great even though it doesn't look so great. And that's me moving past my ideals. Some of your marriages look infantile. Some of your careers look infantile. They look small, but they need time. If you knew that what God was trying to do in you would take 30 years to happen and it would only last for three, what would you do? Would you really pursue it? Would you stick with it? I'm going to do all of this for three years of being used. And I think that's the unfortunate and sad part is that we place value on things differently than God does. And I think that I I don't want to operate like that. I don't want to miss out on three years of being able to make a great impact because it took 30 years to get there. You know, I don't want to miss out on stuff because it's not ideal you know, everybody's caught up in all of this stuff and they they they're caught up in time and time is of the essence, but they don't truly have a sense of urgency because our sense of urgency is connected to our desires. And so much of my life, I've let my ideals prevent me from doing the things that God is putting on my heart. So this podcast is just it's a testament to something that hopefully spurs me to continue on with a lot of the other stuff. Like, um, you know, there's a book that I'm writing. There's a children's book that I'm writing. There's music that I'm making. There's nonprofit that I'm creating. Uh, There's, man, it's so much stuff that is put on my heart. It doesn't elicit me any money. I'm not interested in eliciting me money, or fame, or success, but I'm trying to honor it as a wise man who can see that there's some great thing there that comes from God, even though it's small. And that's the problem with ideals: is that our ideals are an enemy to God's purpose. Our ideals are an enemy. To God's plan, and I've I've let that go on long enough of doing things only based on what I can see about it or what I can see working out about it. It's unfortunate, man, that we find ourselves in these places, but we put ourselves there because we don't operate in the wisdom to see beyond it. So then you have this man, this Jesus, and when even when he's walking around and. People can see the greatness in them. And Jesus just wants to make sure they understand what's so great about them. So a man says, I'll follow you wherever you go. And he's like, you know, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but son of man does not have a place to lay his head. And he's trying to make sure that they understand, like, what, where my greatness lies is not in things. And uh, I think that things are literally what the most of our ideals are connected with. A lot of times the, everything that we idealistically want to happen has to do with what benefits us in some means of our desires. And so, like, even with the podcast, I had an uh, expectation or ideal that, you know, it needed to be me and Antoinette. And I remember one time she said, you know, you can do this by yourself sometimes. And it bothered me, like, because I'm like, no, we started this together. Da, da, da. That's that's me operating in what I understand. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even when I have people on, I don't want them there just because I feel like I need a second person. I want them there because, and I try to come up with topics and scenarios that fit where they're at, and I I try to be open to God to help me to understand and give clarity to me, to what topics could benefit or work well with that person so that it can bring out the best in them and we can uh, bring out the best in people. It can never be just that I'm just doing this for my own desires because that's me chasing my ideals, and i don't want to connect in that way i don't want to miss out on the greatness that god has in the small thing by trying to force my big ideas in it he don't need my ideas to make it big he just needs me little old me me who is not does not feel adequate or the most ideal person to do a podcast. I don't feel like I'm the most ideal person to write a book. I don't feel like I'm the, I sure enough don't feel like I'm the most ideal person to make a song or sing a song. Uh, If you ever heard me sing, you would agree. But that's the beauty of this stuff, man, is that you get to drop your ideals and God gets to reveal some amazing things to you. But as long as you have those up, it's hard for you to get with it. It's just like it was hard for people to get with Jesus. They're like, no, 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 no. This is the Son of Man? Remember, that's what they were saying. Like, This is the King of the Jews? Look at him. Look, Look at him. He's just letting us hit him. He's just letting us spit on him. He was not their ideal Savior. And so since he wasn't, they actually, as he said, If you knew who I was, you would not do this stuff. They actually missed out on eternal life. They missed out on a blessing because they could not see the beauty beyond their ideals. And I don't want to be one of those people. I refuse to be one of those people. So thank God I'm 100 episodes in. And it hasn't always been easy because I've been fighting my ideas. I've been fighting my ideals. I've been fighting my opinions. I've been fighting my expectations. And that's a heavy fight. I missed a month of podcasts in December for that very reason. I was starting to let my understanding get in the way of just doing I was starting to think a lot about what works for me or what doesn't work for me instead of just letting God work in me. And, you know, we can get to that place. A lot of people have been in that place and they miss out on something that's beautiful. And I think God did in this particular time, there's many an opportunity and situation, I think that I let my ideals the away of and I missed out but at least I know for this particular thing at this particular time that I'm actually letting you know I'm letting myself be led and it's not just a not just the podcast, I think that um it's starting to seep into and this is the testament of the podcast um the power it has it's letting me uh let go of my ideals in a lot of situations like um even in the way that I minister and i teach i I get out of it having to be perfect scenarios. I get out of it having to be okay, you know. It need to be a certain amount of people in here, or I'm caught up in how little people it is, or it need to be quiet in here, or I'm caught up how noisy people are, and yeah, I'm I'm no longer caught up in how people respond. Like idealistically, I need you to say amen, or I need you to at least look interested or engaged. And a, a lot of times now, I just be. I'm I'm less connected to that. And I know that it's in those less than ideal circumstances that uh, I'm going to let God actually move in me. And then he's going to move in the place. And understanding that God's word doesn't need ideal circumstances to work. He just needs a willing vessel. And so... It's helping me the way that when I'm teaching people, I'm not concerned about how the, their reaction. I'm, I'm not concerned if their their response is what I want or need. Um, I'm just happy to actually be a wise man and do according to what I see. And you know, one of those situations was you know this hundredth episode. I wanted to, you know, have uh, some guests on. I wanted to do things a certain way. And honestly, when it didn't work out, I was like, you know what, let's just scrap it. I'll just do it another time. But you know what? No, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to press, even in the less-than-perfect circumstances, I'm going to press. It has not been the best scenarios for me. I've been sick as a dog. I've had to deal with being sick and having tons of work. I've had to deal with being overwhelmed in these regards, and I'm like, man, you know, how in the world can I move beyond this? How can I how can I make it right, and I'll just do it when it's right? And you know what? That doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be right. It's, this is the right time. What I'm saying right now is what needed to be said, and it's here for the people who need it. Somebody right now is is frustrated at the less-than-ideal circumstances. They the, the don't have the perfect situation that's conducive to them being creative or them being obedient or them being happy or them being productive. But that is not a reason to not do it's actually a more of a reason to do because it's in those less than ideal places that God can reveal the best of who he is and cause you to see that it's not about you being your best. It's not about the situation being its best. It's about you letting God be the best God he can be. God wants to be amazing to us but we don't let him be amazing because we don't feel like it when things don't feel amazing. But it's just what he's built for, you know? The Shirek Meshach and the Bindigo or Bednego, whatever it is, his, their situation was not ideal for their survival. Their situation was not ideal for them to thrive, but it was a situation that God can thrive in. And I have to remember that. I can't get overwhelmed and sad. I mean, a lot of times you see Christians are frustrated and angry and sad, and you're looking at a person who is just disappointed that their scenario was not ideal. And I'm telling you, this stuff just weighs on us. So we looking for these ideal scenarios. When the people in my life, I was looking for them to be a certain thing, and when they weren't that thing and they let me down, I was angry and sad. When when they operated in pride and operated in lust, and when they operated in all this stuff, I just was like, "You, if I can hold on, you can hold on." And I'm I'm expecting to be surrounded by all these mighty, morphing power Christians, and at the end of the day, I'm not. No different than Jesus. He had 12 disciples. They were not the ideal situation. One of them was going plotting to sell him or give him up for a bag of silver. Before then, he was the treasurer, and he was in charge of keeping the money, and he couldn't even do that without taking a little bit for himself. He was, he was a thief. He was a snitch, I guess you could say. But at the end of the day, he, he Jesus still rose to the occasion. He did what he had to do, even though he was not given the best situation to do it in, and he wasn't given the best people to do it with. He was wasn't surrounded with ministers. He was surrounded with fishermen and doctors, and tax collectors, and he used what he had so that he could be who God wanted him to be because Jesus was just a canvas in, in which God can do his best work. And all those 12 disciples, they were just a canvas for God to do his best work. They weren't the most ideal people. I mean, the whole time, We keep seeing Peter's engagement with Jesus, and he's struggling to believe. He's struggling to understand. And then he goes on to be uh, one of the greatest apostles. We look at, you know, their struggles and, and all of that, and Jesus just was able to do a lot with a little. And I think that that's what we miss A lot of times y'all look at the people in your lives and you look at their inadequacies and you say, man, I would be able to do a lot more if I got all these squares out my circle. But at the end of the day, the problem isn't them. The problem is you. The problem is that you put too much on them to deliver something for you instead of putting it on you to deliver something for God. And I'm telling you that because that's the reality is that we all are dealing in that. We, we're not following Jesus' lead, where we're surrounded by not the smartest people, not the strongest people, not the most faithful people, not the most spiritual people. But we're still being challenged to do great things. And we've fallen short because we try to do those great things in perfect scenarios, but not with a perfect God and the podcast is a testament to that and everything else that I'm doing I'm doing with the belief in that faith that it may not sound ideal a lot of y'all I mean even doing music it's like you can hear a, a pristine album you can hear a, an amazing producer and it can it can take your joy away if you're like I'll never do something like that no, you know, God didn't ask you to do something like that. He asked you to let him do something in you. It's not you at all. And that's all I'm doing. I'm just letting God do something in me. And finding peace in that. I'm finding peace in the fact that I'm just letting God do something in me. He don't have to do what he's doing to somebody else. But him doing something in me is better than me doing nothing in me. It just is, and we can miss out on all of it because we can try to set the parameters for what is conducive for us to lift a finger and do something. And sometimes we do it as a cop-out because we know that we'll never get those perfect scenarios, so it could just be a reason why we never deliver and why we never do. Some people never doing because they don't have no money. They don't realize there's certain things you can do that don't cost nothing to put you in a position, but because it's not, I woke up yesterday without a business, and today I have a storefront with five employees that you wanted to just turn into something overnight. And if it can't work like that, if I do it and I fail, I'm done. I ain't messing with it. If I try to do it and nobody likes it, I'm done. That's crazy. But that's where we're at. I'm going to tell you, you can't get to 100 episodes thinking like that. I could have been at 115 right now if I didn't count myself out the, the few times I did. The The question is is, how consistent can you be when you consistently talk yourself out of it. You can't. That's the way inconsistency is. Inconsistency is being consistent and counting yourself out. You're just talking yourself out of a situation because you can think of, I can think of 10 reasons why I shouldn't do this podcast. Somebody else could think of 20 because people always are more critical than than, uh, you could ever be and could tell you a a billion reasons why you shouldn't be doing a podcast and why they will never listen and why they don't like it and why they don't agree. And I never understand, I mean, even though I know, they don't do nothing. They don't do nothing. And I don't look at that and find pleasure in it. I look at that and I get concerned like, man, forget about what I'm doing. What are all the things that you should be doing? Matter of fact, let me flip that, and I'm going to say it to y'all. What are some of the things that you should be doing that you're not doing because you keep talking about the situation is not ideal? You keep thinking that you're not ideal to do it. What are some of the things that you know God is putting on your heart you know, I, everything that he puts on my heart, I believe that it has to line up with the word and it has to line up with the great commission. It has to be that I'm feeding the sheep. It has to be. He told Peter, he said, do you love me? He said, yes, It will feed my sheep. I feel like everything we do should be sheep food. If I'm going to make music, it needs to be music that feeds the sheep. If I'm going to write a book, it needs to be, a book that feeds the sheep, I'm going to write a children's book, it needs to be a children's book that feeds the sheep. If I'm going to do a podcast, it has to feed somebody, has to help somebody. you know that's the way I look at it. when people talk about you know God told them to do this, that, and the other, and it doesn't do anything but feed your desires. I'm like, pfft. I've been there. I did that, Uh, I don't think it was God. You know, I can be honest with myself in hindsight and say, you know what, this ain't God. You know, I'm talking about this God, but everything about it just feeds my desires. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get deep about it, and I could talk and say, you know, it should be this or that, but at the end of the day, if it only feeds my desires, you know what I'm saying? Like it's And it's crazy how, When it comes to desires, too, we don't even need the environment or the situation to be ideal. We feed our desires even when we don't have a table to eat off of. We feed our desires even when we don't have a person to partake with. You'll partake with yourself. Nothing in the world stops people from feeding their desires. We start getting to ideals when it comes to God's stuff. Oh, you know, the situation needs to be perfect. You know, no, it don't. It, it's funny. The situation don't need to be perfect to have sex with somebody. But all of a sudden, this person got to be perfect for you to marry him. Like, the ideals are weird like that. Like, you know, you, you don't know who anybody is. You, you're right. So how are you having one night stands? Oh, you can't marry just anybody, but you can have sex with anybody. That's the wild part. I make this joke all the time, but, like, the reality is that, you know, people are more concerned with being gluten-free than being sin-free. And the reality is, is that it's because we put a premium on us, and we make excuses for anything that doesn't benefit us. And I didn't want to do that no more. Podcast is not about me. This one of the few things that I, in hindsight, I look and I'm, I'm been, I've been so consistent, but it's been a consistency that is absent of any benefit for me. Like, you know, the only benefit is there is a benefit, but the only benefit is that I boast and I find great pleasure and being obedient and seeing the fruits of that obedience. And that is satisfying. It is fulfilling. But it is a different fulfillment than me meeting the lust of my flesh. It is different. And it's different in a way where it's not connected to emotion because connecting to my flesh feels good, and it feels better than obedience but it doesn't fulfill like obedience does, and that's something that I, through my maturity, I've learned to appreciate. I've learned to appreciate for being fulfilled more than feeling good. It's just, it's just a reality. I'm I'm appreciative that you know thirty eight years of age, and I can sit and say it is greater to be fulfilled than to be full of fills and looking for things to please and satisfy in a way beyond fulfillment and contentment. That's why I I believe the scripture says, godliness with contentment is great gain. And I love that word gain because it's like, this is what we profit. It's why he asked us in contrast. What does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Um, Godliness with contentment is the greater gain because we gain our souls in the process and ultimately doing something like this podcast and doing 100 episodes and celebrating that because I am gaining something I can never lose. I can lose followers and still will never lose what this podcast has presented to me and what it has helped me with. It's unearthed all types of issues that I did not deal with. It's unearthed all types of barriers and strongholds that I was content with putting on a back burner and felt as long as I wasn't acting on these things, that I didn't have to worry about them, that they they can just stay where they are. But when you sit and talk about real church matters and you talk about the matters of the church and how they connect with what matters to God, not what matters to us, but what matters to God, we, we, we really have unearthed some things, some things that peel back some scars and, exposed some wounds in my life, some things that I struggled with. And, you know, I'm so grateful that I've I've kept with this. And I hope you guys are the better for it. I hope that Antoinette is the better for being a part of it. I love her to death, and I'm so grateful that, um, She was able to be a part. I I hope that Charity's the better for it. I love her to death, and I appreciate her perspective. I appreciate uh, her being a part of this. Um, Philip, I appreciate his perspective and and all the insight and the the ability to have another guy on here to bounce things off of a married person. Um, You know, the perspectives these people have is powerful Um, because it's that those conversations come from these perspectives that we don't share, but we do share our desire to know a truth in God, and I think that's the beauty of it. You know, sometimes we read that scripture where Jesus was sitting with the thieves and the prostitutes and the, the publishers or the tax collectors, and I always wondered, what did they talk about? And I truly believe in my heart that his conversations with them looked a lot like or sound, sounded, would have sounded a lot like this podcast. When I have people on and we're just engaging and sharing, and it's just a powerful thing, it is truly And, you know, for people who are on the outside looking in or just to pull the curtain back, this truly is how I spend my time talking with people. It's like we're constantly having these conversations. You know what I'm saying? Like we're constantly putting ourselves in a place and in a situation where something good can come out of just talking. And because of that, I am very grateful I am very, very grateful for this uh I commit myself to a hundred more episodes i could i could commit myself to asking more questions, challenging even more um I commit myself to all of that uh It's cool just to sit here and kind of talk by myself for a second and you know you guys hear my heart and i'm I'm just grateful. Haven't been in a good place physically, but I've been fighting very hard to keep my mind in a good place uh, so that I can continue to be obedient. And it's nobody's job to uh, keep my mind stayed on him, except for minds. scriptures are very clear about that. It says, if you, not if God keeps your mind stayed on him, but if you keep your mind stayed on Him, He'll keep you in perfect peace. So even though I'm not in perfect health, I can stand and just be so thankful and blessed that I am in perfect peace. And uh, you know, th- this this is just a blessing. I'll, I'll challenge you all as I challenge myself to do to go a hundred more episodes. As I challenge you to. Listen back to the old ones Like You may not have came back Came to this At episode one So It doesn't hurt to go back Man And even if you heard them It's been a minute You might have forgot Like There's some super dope episodes Uh You know that really helped me And I always go back and revisit Get out your feelings And in your faith Is one Does God speak Is one Uh The dearly departed Is one Um Whoosh, man! there's so many um, and I'm gonna try to do a better job of like highlighting certain ones that go with some of the more recent episodes uh but yeah, this has just been a blessing. I hope this ap- actual episode was helpful. I think it was. I think that a lot of you you know are like me and can be challenged in uh operating based on how perfect your situation or scenario is. So, with that being said, I'm Forrest Haas, Real Church Matters, episode 100. What does it mean to be devout? Something I talked about at the beginning of the uh, doing all these podcasts. I said this is a podcast for the devout. And I just thank God for being uh, devoted to something greater than myself. So, episode 100, Real Church Matters. God bless.